I'm looking forward to essay number two uh, from oh. Mark Andreessen. Yeah, I'm not. It's time to nap. <laughs> All right, Rich, you know, look, we, we were talking a lot about that essay by Mark Andreessen in the last episode, right? Yeah. It's still a little bit on my mind. And what, what's on my mind is why aren't we building, it feels like the, the idea that everything has to be a marketplace or, or a tr- have a transaction built in has just taken over our industry. And I think there's more to platform thinking and thinking about ways to connect and, and empower people than just that, right? And it, mm-hmm. it's almost, you remember this. I just remember like there was a point in the 2000s when you just couldn't think a thought that wasn't the market will solve this. And that was, we were, that was, or even before that, like under Clinton. And like, you know, it feels like we're in this zone where, you know, what platforms are we going to build? How do we, how do you empower people? I think, I mean, you're hitting on it, right? Because it is an amazing thing when a framework or a, a tool catches fire within a, a community. Everyone becomes more productive. They commit to it. They, they, they rally around it. So how do you, you get that kind of momentum going? Because there's no money involved in it, right? There's no money involved with tools like React. How do you get that kind of momentum Social now, I'm glad, momentum. I, I'm glad you brought up React, right? That one's in my head. There's other ones in my head. We should let's talk about this for a minute, okay? And uh, and, and then and see where we go. I, well, you know, I think I think he views public sector as wasteful, um, as slow. He says, "Let's take him at his word." I expect this essay to be the target of criticism. Mm-hmm. Here's a modest proposal to my critics. It's a bad use of modest proposal. Frankly, it's from the Jonathan Swift essay. It's about eating babies. So, like, I, I think he's just. Anyway, regardless, uh, instead of attacking my ideas of what to build, conceive your own exclamation point, which I love the implied, like, you asshole. What do you think we should build? Question mark. There's an excellent chance I'll agree with you. He's asking the wrong question. He's asking the question. The question I would ask him is, how do you infuse that sort of entrepreneurial energy and, like, forward motion into institutions that are supposed to just put the school lunch out. Yeah, that's right. And not just that, do you have to create a marketplace in order for there to be success here too? Like, does someone need to build the platform? You know, there are other technologies besides networked platforms with transactions in the middle. We could have world-class educational tools in everyone's hands. It wouldn't take a lot. Postlight could do it. I mean, we could do it. Seriously, the truth yeah, is- Yeah, we really could, right? Like, and, but you know where you could build them? And, and this is the thing, like, build it on top of Wikipedia. Like, that yeah, software is great. There's all sorts of possibilities. The problem, the thing he's not speaking to is, how do I get these through? You can't get them through. You got to go sell them to the board of ed of different- you, you, Do you know what that is like? They're still debating apples, like which apple buy a supplier for the lunches. And, and it's like, are you going to get that meeting? Where suddenly the the word comes down that everyone needs to take this platform very seriously. Yeah, I mean, how do you? I mean, and, and you know, you you oftentimes see these private, these public sector sort of institutions put in place like these are. This is going to be the such and such innovation fund, and they'll you know to advance uh, this or that, you know, in education or transportation, or this, and it's never serious. It's never serious because 
the system that's in place is so deeply rooted and so rigid that to break it, it takes massive, massive change. Frankly, change on the order of a pandemic. Look, I mean, you go back to those early innovation labs, right? And you look at the stories. The stories are not what you'd expect. So it's they had a, a spare computer and they came up with Unix and they built it relatively quickly. And you know what they used it for? What? Formatting patent applications, because that was a big problem inside of Bell Labs. So, so like from there, we have billions of computing devices in the world today running that same operating system on, on those same concepts. Right. But it was because like, you know, it was, it was sort of what was sitting around that they could solve and they built, but what they built and what they made, and this is also true of Xerox Park and, and sort of the way that they borrowed mm. stuff into the Mac. Yeah. Boy, was it a toolbox. It was a toolbox, right? They weren't really attacking a problem, right? They were just building and it was, a thing. They didn't create the market. Yeah. They created the, they created tools this is where I, I think like morally, I, I'm, I'm just like, what are we building? Are we going to build tools that allow people to take them and do really interesting things? Kind of with no, assuming that it will come back to us, the tool builders, mm. in good and interesting ways. Or are we going to create big transactional networks in which we can be in the middle of everything and get our cut? And if it's the if it's the latter, we're on like year 30 of that. And yeah. it, it looks like this. Right. I mean, look, there are some good stories. Like Khan Academy is a cool story. Sure. Right? Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Like, there's just great. There's good stuff out there. There's good stuff out there. You talk to some. You talk to teachers, and they lose their minds about Khan Academy. But regardless, yeah, uh, yeah. But, there I mean, are a lot of people efforts, learn a lot right, of things. that aren't driven by being a middleman and getting a cut. Right? There are. They are That's out right. there, but they're few and far between. So I guess you know nobody wants to talk about how you change the system, the public system. So that you can do this stuff, right? Like he, I don't want to tell him what to build. I, w I want him to tell me, or I want ideas about how to change how the system works. So this kind of innovation that happens outside can happen inside. What superpowers do you need, right? Like what powers do people need in order to change the system on the ground? Like what's missing there? And then you go towards that, right? Yeah. It's not how do we build the platform so they can connect. It's what tools do, and it, it's a decentralized model instead of a centralized model, but even like decentralized technologies that everybody in, the, in Silicon Valley loves, like blockchain, mm -hmm. always have that transactional like platform in the middle. Right? Yeah. It's just, what I continue to love and be excited about, and what I, I think about a lot is technologies that lodge in a human brain and then get magnified. And it's a little slower, and it certainly doesn't yield money in the same way. Last thing I'll say, right? There's this guy, Frank Lance, who is a professor who studies games. But somebody asked him, and it was along the lines of like, you know, what games are really interesting? And, and I was expecting, you know, I don't know, like Zork or, or you know, Fortnite. And he's like, basketball, man. Like he, somebody came up with basketball and people live their whole lives inside of it. Yeah. And they live their careers yeah. inside yeah. of it. You know, church leagues and so on. And you look at like the culture that came out of a, a peach basket getting stuck to the wall. And you go, wow, you're right. Yeah. And that wasn't because of any particular moment. Mm -hmm. Like it was just like, mm -hmm. people are like, this is fun. Yeah. Yeah. And now, now you've got the Michael Jordan documentary on TV. And that is a way to be thinking. That's that as opposed to like, what is the thing we can build? It's sort of like, what is, you know, play and games and ideas and all that sort of 70s gee whiz whole earth hand waving. Yeah. It's okay for it to be back in the conversation, even if there's no, no margin. Yeah. I, I'm glad he wrote this. I, mean, I, I will say that because. Everybody's uh, trying to give advice about how to move forward. He's trying something else, which I appreciate. I think it's just 
it's just fluffy. I feel like it sounds more like an introduction to something else than being the actual thing. My, it blew my mind a little bit that there was no way to interact with our teachers, like how my son or my daughter were doing in class. Like they, they, they picked right. up a product called Class Dojo, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was just everywhere all of a sudden. All of a sudden it was everywhere because there was clearly a void. Like there was a massive communication gap. And the truth is, guess what? Schools didn't close. No one made it a priority. And Class Dojo probably showed up. I bet it wasn't signed off on by like the superintendent of schools. I bet it just sort of kind of took off. And then people were like, oh, this seems okay. And then this, this weird communication tool was in place. Meanwhile, it wasn't a really a good communication tool. Our teacher never emailed us. It was still parent-teacher visits every whatever, two months or three yeah. months. So how does that, like there's no money there, dude. There's no money inside of the Board of Ed for somebody to say, I'm going to start a company that's going to attack the communication challenge between teachers and parents. Nobody's going to bother. Only when the earth shatters beneath our feet do people start to look at other things and, and revisit how we work together and how we communicate with each other, unless it's driven by money. If you told me I had to build a relatively good, you know, like educational bulletin board system with moderation using really modern web tooling and that I only had two weeks to get a, you know, a clickable yeah. prototype up, yeah. I'd go, well, sounds tough, but with a team of four, I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, it's, yeah. the, the tools are out there and it would, it would you know, and they'd, if you were like, hey, it has to be on GitHub and, and there's going to be other people, I'd be like, yeah. well, we're going to need to coordinate that. Yeah. But the, the board of ed can't acquire that. No, right? no, they can't acquire They don't anything. want that. Everyone thinks that, um, you know, Steve Jobs was a genius. Steve Jobs actually was a genius. He, he was a brilliant guy, but there are a lot of brilliant people. Do you know why Apple saw the success it saw under Steve um, Jobs? My view, in my view? Yeah, go ahead. Is because as soon as humans would cluster and block and divert and move you to the 12th floor and schedule another meeting, he would steamroll it. Oh man, he just a high pitched screaming line. Right? Right. Every he viewed uh, humans as, cry. as friction. Yeah. He saw humans as doing nothing more than slowing down his vision. Right. And Probably that's tyrannical. To, right. Thank that's hard God to date to, that person. Hard hard to like go out to dinner. No, no. He's a disaster, right? I read his daughter's yeah. book, Small Fry. Very good, very, very nice book. Um, he's in a, he's he's crazy. He's kind of mean, he's kind of cold. Um, but let me tell you, the only reason stuff made it out the door time and time again is that he essentially walked around the offices with a flamethrower. That's it. Oh, you know, at that scale, right? It's He's not just miserable he and people didn't live in fear. There's zero inspiration, dude. He didn't inspire anybody. It was terribly no. toxic, unhealthy. There was a lot I of fear. I want it. I want it. I want it. Exactly. Exactly. And so what you had there was someone that if you put them inside of the board of ed or you put them inside of, you know, a classic. But see, they can't function there. That He can only function in, a, in, a, in that environment right. where he can be the king of the kingdom. That's right. He could be the tyrant. Right. So the question I would put back to Mark is how do you get that kind? How do you affect that kind of change inside of the big organizations that buy Q-tips 
at a massive scale and that buy school lunches and have been signing the same shitty contract and the food has been kind of horrible for inner city kids forever. Discs of pizza, right? Exactly, all of it. Why, how do you get that kind of change to happen? And don't tell me it's a startup because it doesn't work that way, right? And you can't, it's not gonna get, those walls are too high. The startup can do that outside. They can, you know, they can let the food truck revolution happen, but how are you getting inside of those institutions? That's where he's, where it falls short for me. It's like inspiring, but yeah. I'm gonna say something really nerdy, right? Which is that, at a speed I never expected, React, which is a framework for building web apps and treating things on the front end like components, is everywhere. It's places I would never have expected. It took five, six years. I thought it would take 15 before that style of yeah. development, where the you know like these dynamic front ends would suddenly start popping up. And if you go, and, and it's everywhere. It's, it's NGOs, and mm-hmm. it's, it just became a standard. So like that, to me... Innovation got in. All the apps that, all the mm-hmm. web apps that people are building today are built with these these new modern frameworks mm-hmm. and it's just a given. Mm-hmm. Not not everywhere. I'm sure yeah. it's probably even like, not even the majority, but the ones with the most impact and, the, and, and like, yep. this, it is significant. It's no fun around, including Facebook, right? So like, why does something like that get in to everywhere? And then trying to get a new idea like a framework at that level that allows people to accelerate and get their work done is great. A platform that uh, is being sold into an organization, endless friction, incredibly hard to convince people. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because the non-programmers don't really care. Right. So you, you, if you appeal to the person at their disciplinary level, also it's an open source tool that anyone can pick up and start using. Yeah. But like, if, you, if you're going to tell me to change my workflow, the eight hops I have to take before a thing has to make it out the door, you're telling me it's going to be five now because I have to use a new tool? Who the hell are you, right? You know, you know, who, you know who solves this is whenever Apple or Google decide that they're going to do something at the OS level, like the something kit, yeah. you know, home, health mm-hmm. kit or home mm-hmm. kit or whatever, then they solve it. They build an SDK level like yeah. set of hooks and libraries. And then everything that gets built after that on mobile for, you know, if, if Apple says we're going to do education kit. Yeah, that's right. Then, that's right. Then, then people will start to build apps with education kit and yeah. those can go, you know, log in through some sort of weird, super yeah. secure way to the school systems and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that layer works and open source works. And like, that's but, but what happened there to your point, is that Apple said, look, let's create tools for developers to build tools for people in these disciplines. Like, we're going to go figure out what they need, mm-hmm. and we're going to commoditize it, and then we'll help the engineers get it done. Because frankly, the engineers don't have the resources to go figure out what they want over there. Right. The engineers don't. Like, we know what heart rate needs to be for the doctors. So we're going to take care of that. Right. And then we're going to give you tools to monitor heart rate. And that's that's kind of what Google Classroom is, although obviously they spent about 45 minutes on it. Yeah. And look, I don't know if Andreessen Horowitz has a, you know, a nonprofit fund or something like that. Go build SDKs for these old institutions. Go, mm. build, go build the building blocks so that education and transportation and distribution and all these, all these organizations. Or, or frankly, we don't do this very often. 
God almighty hire Postlight to do that. We would just be in paradise and we'll do it cheaper than anybody else. I swear to God. <laughs> Best ad ever. <laughs> I know. I swear to God. Yeah. Let me build an SDK for education at a platform level in this firm. I will. We will do an unbelievably good yeah, job of that yeah. for much less money than anybody else. But you know what? That doesn't fall in. That has to be in another department at, at Andreessen Horowitz or any other VC because it doesn't yeah. fit their thesis, right? That thesis is, is not about that, right? That's what, you, how are you going to- well, are we ready? Ready to get off of that? Are we ready to go outside of our our worldview in such a foundational way and say, you know what, this is just going to be good for society? Yeah. So it's not just an NGO or it's a project. We're going to yeah. just, you know, yeah. let's, let's let's invest and see what happens. Look, I'm a I'm, I'm a capitalist as much as any other capitalist, but you know, I, I've also learned that lecturing people about value systems don't move the needle. Boy, it doesn't it doesn't work at all, <laughs> it and it's also something. It, it's something on the uh, that capitalists need to learn that. Also, folks on the left have a little trouble understanding. Like, yeah, the, it doesn't work. Super like, progressives. How how am I going to get in? Right, like there's a stealth. There's a you know it doesn't. Shame doesn't work. Shame doesn't work. Doesn't work. That's like the first thing you delete in your file system as a capitalist is shame. It's, it's shame. But you know, everybody, everybody on every freaking every ideology is like, well, it's not shame. I'm just telling them why they should feel bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're just like, okay. And I, I've had to unlock this in so many different ways on so many different sides of my career because ultimately my job is always kind of rhetoric, right? Like I want to help you communicate to that group of people yeah. and you have to just constantly pull them back and be like, <laughs> no, if you tell them that they're awful bad people, yeah. they they don't think that. I gotta they, say that maybe anyway. there's hope for Andreessen. He's trying to. He, he's he's frustrated. He's sad. I feel like. Uh, where has he been? He's running for office because he thinks everybody's an idiot and that we should have planned better. And you know they had a they had signs up at Andreessen Horowitz saying we're not shaking hands right now, which was very. <laughs> Very prescient. And then the press made fun of the venture capital people. Wait, wait, are you telling not, the story? Is that real? It's real. Somebody made fun of them for, you know, having posters up about not shaking hands. And this was in February. Oh. And uh, oh, there's, everybody's still bitter about it. I mean, there's a lot of like VCs out on Twitter going like, you know, I, I was saving lives with my tweets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were you doing? And they, I, a lot of this is like a weird referendum on the role of the media. It's, it's just... Yeah. I want to, it's just poison. Like the poison keeps creeping back in. And what we need are SDKs for education that are open source and available to all. Exactly. Empower people with building blocks. And, you know, and, and, and And look, if it's frankly, Rich, if it's not on a phone, like we always talk about technology, talking about as if it's something that has to be digital uh, for obvious reasons. Like it could be a book of patterns. I don't care. Yeah. Like, right. Empower. Look. I know I've said this is my last point for a while. I'm a little, it turns out I'm surprisingly passionate a, a, about this subject, right? But like, I, I keep getting emails about people building contact tracing apps and it's from different groups because, <laughs> you know, I'm like a nerd who talks in public. Yeah. And what I'm realizing we need are better project clearinghouses so that we can help people find each other to collaborate mm. more readily. And mm-hmm. I'm sure there's 20 of those too. I just said it. Like, I'm sure there's 20. Yeah. Like, like yeah. how do you get that? Which means that you need a marketing effort so that everybody knows, hey, I had an idea. I should go to the Good Idea Warehouse right. and see if I can help. Yeah. Right. As opposed to calling my friends and saying, let's fix this. Well, you're trying to create a, com- a marketplace in a non-commercial setting, right? Which is what you're trying to do there, which is a good thing. That's right. We need those models too. Yeah. Because they're so, f- they're, they're, it's a dollar to set something up like that if it's well constructed. Mm-hmm. Well, I think All right, we let's solved figure it. out I how. I solved it, Paul. We, we did it together here. Um, Woof. Um, 
I want to build, I really do want to build a good education platform. God, can you imagine? This is about human alignment. You know when like a, a senator or a congressman, that they draft that bill and they just, then they mm-hmm. have to work the people. They need 180 over here and then you need another 60 over there. And then they need a couple more supporters over there and they're bartering and they're moving stuff around. The bills sound, people buy into it. It's just you navigate humans and with big. Oh, yeah. Public well, and then somebody's like, well, you know, if, if we're gonna make sure that all the pig farmers have jobs, mm-hmm. then we have to ban abortion. Yep. And it's an and election just, year. Well, I can't, I can't yeah. go there. Uh, it's an election you're just year. You're like, yeah. You're like, exactly. Jim, no. Yeah. Like, don't, don't do it, Jim. Exactly. It's not about the, the, the actual bill anymore. It's about. No, nah, it's, it's the pork barrel sort of yep. like all that madness. Yep. I, you know, I just, it's also hard too, because like, I, I know civic tech is very important, but I almost think it's a different thing. Like I feel that at the SDK and the framework, you, you know, it's like go out, figure out what they need, build them the tools to build what they need, mm-hmm. build a couple sample apps, yeah. you know, and then it's hard. That's hard thinking. Yeah. Got to think like Apple. Yeah. That's where we're, you know, got to think like Google, but in the, but in the interest of the world. Give them the OS, give them the SDK, give them the tools and let's see what can change. And make it easy to adapt. It's, boy, it's hard. It's all hard. But yeah. you know what? What's the point otherwise? I'm looking forward to essay number two uh, oh. from Mark Andreessen. Yeah, I'm not. It's time to nap. <laughs> anyway, look, if you need us, hello at postlight.com. We're here. We're always here yes. uh, via email. Be safe. Have a, have a wonderful week. Yep. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>